Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome to the Russ Parcast. I happen to be Russ Par. That's Tanisha Nicole right hey. there. Yeah, she does her thing. And, of course, at the time of this, um, putting this show together, I'm predicting that it's going to go down with the former president of the United States. I think they're getting ready to indict him and real jail time can happen. Yes, please. Real jail time because this special counsel, Jack Smith, he's he's connecting the dots. He's following the money. The stolen documents, it's like he's subpoenaing people that know that there might have been some transactions. So I think it's going down. That's why you see, Tanisha, so many people jumping in to, uh, to run for president on the Republican side. Oh, yeah. They know. They know it's, it's coming. Somebody's going to get eliminated. And, and, he, and Trump feels like he's invincible, right? So I really cannot wait for this to yeah. all blow up in his face. Yeah. This, this is going to be uh, crazy because he is demanding to have a meeting with the DOJ. Do you think that you and I can ask the DOJ, <laughs> hey, look, I'm being truly, treated unfairly, and, and what lawyer that's worth their weight and salt would actually type a letter saying, you're treating my client unfairly, and we want to have a meeting, and what about Hunter Biden? Is that what you're doing here? He's a narcissist. You already know that. He feels yeah. he's the golden boy, and that's what that is. And you know who's going? His running mate's going to be who? Is, is the other narcissist out of Arizona? What's the name? Kari Lake. Oh God! Who keeps trying to say, "Hey, I, I didn't lose." I mean, this is a mess. It, it really is. But on today's show, yes, we're going to be talking to Tyrese. And, of course, Tyrese has got a, a couple movies coming out around the same time. And, of course, you guys see him on, on Fast and Furious 10. And, of course, he's going to get personal and, and talk about his relationship and things that um, he's going through. You don't want to miss that. As a matter of fact, why don't we start with Tyrese right now? Tyrese. Right. How you doing, my brother? Man. I love you, man. It's been way too long. Bro. Absolutely. How, how, how you been? I've been fine, man. I'm I'm just excited about all the stuff you got going on. And, of course, you know, we we know about Fast and Furious. That's coming on, man. But I want to talk to you about Come Out Fighting, uh, the joint you're doing with Michael yeah. J. White. That's coming out. When is that coming yeah. out? That's going to be on, on demand, right? It's coming out. It's coming out the same day as Fast 10. So we... Uh, doing a double whammy man you know it's just uh what's crazy russ is many moons ago i'll tell you a short story if you don't mind no, go ahead. Go trailer ahead. Mm-hmm. hanging out with my mentor my hero will smith right so we was on the film seven pounds so i'm just there i'm shadowing him mm-hmm. asking him she's like man what is it like to be and be making this kind of money and it's much pressure and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, after two weeks of being on set with him, shadowing him, we ended up in his trailer, lunch. And he said these words to me. And at first I was like, where is he coming from? Mm-hmm. And then I realized that he was saying something that I was like, wow, I've been doing, even put two and two together myself. Mm-hmm. He said, you know what, man? You're dangerous. <laughs> I said, what, what, what do you mean? Like, you know, 
He's like, yeah, you know what makes you dangerous? Because you're the only one that can go and do a film like Training Day and hire a robot and release the film the same year. Mm. He said if Denzel Washington tried to do iRobot, it, it, it ain't gonna land for him. If I tried as Will Smith to go through training day, that ain't gonna land for me. Mm. But you can do both. Yep. And I looked at him and I was like, oh my God. So it was such a life-altering, life-changing moment mm -hmm. because yeah, I'm from the hood, South Central LA. Right. And most most of the time, when you black, they'll put you in these black movies with a predominantly black cast, mm -hmm. and you might do that for the rest of your days, right? Um, which is just fine because black excellence is black excellence. But, exactly. You know, when I'm on a set and we got a crew of 750 people, mm. and you like one of three or four people black in a movie, mm -hmm. I'm just on the set like, man, what about my South Central LA upbringing? got me here <laughs> right right well you know but let me just say this though Tyrese one thing about you and and you know we've known each other for forever but everything that you've been in man you you've just killed it uh you're a disciplined actor I, I know you're in the back rooms trying to make a difference for a lot of us folks that are you know just striving you know in this business and and, and trying to get in and put a footprint in there so Tyrese Gibson is necessary. He's necessary because you can talk and reach people that, you know, Russ Parr, a little independent filmmaker, I can't reach. And I know that you're there. I know Will is there. I know Denzel is there. I know people are there that are making a difference for us. So what you do and what you're capable of doing is not going down in vain. This, this is something that, you know, it's an honor. It's just an honor to know that we got brothers in there that's fighting this fight. So that's that's important, man, and and I, I'm just so proud of you, man. Every time I see you, man, I see you on 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 on, on Fast Ten, you know, looking at the previews. I'm going like, man, this is a good look, and 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 I know that you've you've had some trials and tribulations, and I'm not going to get into that. I I, I do want to. I'm I'm really fascinated. Well, hey, listen, man, I'm 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 here. First of all, man. If you if you planned on making making your brother cry today, go ahead. <laughs> I ain't trying to do because that. You don't you don't understand. Like you know you know that saying. You just never know who needs to hear something positive and good. Mm. So be nice to everybody. Right. That's what you just did to me, bro. Oh and, man. And I, I had one of the longest nights. Came go into any of that, but man, I, I just appreciate you because. I know you, and I know you've been at this for a long time, and yeah. you don't owe anybody any compliments that you don't actually feel, because yeah. I know you're a real guy. So Thank I, you, man. That means a lot. And, oh, it means a lot. You, now you're getting me emotional. We, we're both two big-ass, grown black men crying on the phone. Man, I think, <laughs> yeah, but I know that. I know they're going to be like, well, what just happened? I'm going to tell you all what happened. <laughs> well, us as black men. Yeah. Us as black men. We may feel things about each other. Mm -hmm. We may be motivated and inspired by each other. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about you, but never talk to you. Mm. So what y'all just witnessed is two black men, very successful in our own way. Mm -hmm. No jealousy, no envy. Mm -hmm. And yet we have done a, whatever we could over the years to make sure that we help each other to feed each other. Absolutely. Family. Absolutely. And that and that's right. And we don't run around beating the drum. I nope. did if it wasn't for me, you know, that's right. 
that's like, yo, I know how much supporting this song means to him because he's a good guy. Right. And if Russ ever called me and say, can you, can you, mm-hmm. if it's possible to do it, or even if it's not possible, he knows it will be done. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what it is. And, 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 and people also, know that like, about you. They know the only one pulling up in a Rolls Royce. Can't <laughs> 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 be the only one out here feeding yeah. my family and living this life and being able to say, man, I got a two week vacation with my wife, my family coming up. Yeah. Like we've been doing this way too long to not enjoy the fruits of our life. Absolutely. So as far as the personal, I'll give you a short and sweet. I was married. I was with this beautiful soul that I, I felt like I was literally experiencing an answer prayer. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to pray. It's another thing to recognize when you're physically walking inside of an experience and an answer prayer. Mm-hmm. I never cheated. I never physically abused this woman. Mm-hmm. We had our share of arguments and disagreements like any other couple. Mm-hmm. And one day, which I haven't figured out to this day, she just like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And she took my one-year-old baby, and I've been just here with my human calculator saying, well, if I was going to go through a divorce, I could have gave everybody the heads up of what I think I would have said or did mm-hmm. that can make somebody say I'm out. Mm-hmm. Cheating, infidelity, just whatever. You know, side chick, or get, got a secret baby on the way. You know, whatever. Right. I never did any of that. Mm-hmm. So this song that I just released is a song that I never thought I would ever release in my life. Yes, I sing. Yes, I'm a singer. Yes. Yes, I'm I'm vulnerable. And yes, I'm very honest about what I'm thinking and feeling. You can look it all up. Everything I've been doing from the beginning, whether you like it, love it, disagree with it or not, I've been an open book about my stuff. I don't want you to just love me for the win. I want you to love me through seeing how the Lord Jesus Christ will hold Thank my you. hand and there get me through things that I'm not capable of getting through on my own. Here's, here's, and let me... so this song, mm-hmm. this song, I don't think you ever loved me. This is not just another song. Right. I literally jumped in the vocal booth. If you can imagine a zipper mm-hmm. from the bottom of my chin, I zipped my chest wide open mm. and I put my heart on the mic. Mm. And it's featuring Lenny Kravitz. Wow. And it is the most vulnerable, embarrassing, painful, <laughs> and honest thing. Yeah. I've ever released in my life. Well, and not only do I want, I really need your support and all the listeners. Mm-hmm. I need y'all love and y'all support on this because I don't want it to be successful for me. Mm-hmm. When this song is number one, Russ, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all of these goofy ass beats with fruity pebbles and pretty, 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 lay it on the bed, pretty, 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 you know, whatever, you know, you know, yeah. we grown, Russ. Yeah, we absolutely. Grown, bro. Absolutely. You know, it's time for the, for the youngsters that's been out here TikToking it and dancing with the purple hair mm-hmm. and fingernail polish. It's time for them to just sit down for a quick little second and let this grown, mature, honest song with live instrumentation and mm-hmm. vulnerabilities, let's let that thing fly. Absolutely. We get that number one. Then the next 30 singles that's goofy and corny, mm-hmm. they're going to have to put a pause button on that just Hello. for a quick minute. Uh, yeah. 
Well, Tyrese, let me just tell you this because your people are kind of like hitting me going like, hey, come on, man, because uh, I know you got a lot of people to talk to. But I just want to wrap this up by saying this. Let me just say this about you. I love your vulnerability. I love the fact that you don't have a problem shedding your tears. I, 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 I love the fact that you understand that a lot of black men don't do that. And, and sometimes you're probably too open uh, for your own good. But I know who you are. And I know where it's coming from, and it's coming from your heart. And I hear that in this record. And 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 listen, I, I just I just want to say that you you will always have my support. I like that you're an open book to the people, and you don't have a problem with saying I'm sorry. I love that about Tyrese Gibson. I'm sorry. I'm vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I don't feel safe mm-hmm. with expressing my thoughts and my feelings sometimes, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yep. And the problem with suicide, the problem with a lot of mental health things that's all on the forefront, I praise God that I've never been suicidal or had the thought, but I rebuke the spirit of it. If Mm. anybody that's listening to this is feeling that, don't quit, don't give up. I promise you, if you understand the power of God, you'll understand that where you are right now has nothing to do with ultimately what the outcome of your life and your career is going to be. You just got to hold on. Absolutely. And something that's being developed in your strength and personality and characteristics, going through this right now is preparing you for what's coming. So, Russ, I love you. No doubt. I will never take you for granted. Your airwaves are yours, not mine. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the love and support. I got the most important album coming out entitled Beautiful Pain. Mm. And I want so badly for the Russ Parr Morning Show and all our listeners to just go crazy on this song. I don't want to be number one for me. Mm-hmm. I want to be number one and I want it to be number one forever because I want this to set the tone mm-hmm. so that all of the people who put all their musicianship and songs and live instruments. They've been all collecting dust in the garage. I'm going to bring all that back out. There you go. There you go. Remember when Shane was number one for 16 weeks? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How many songs followed the success of Shane? Yeah. All the little goofy dudes like, I ain't got nothing. You know, I got all those songs. I ain't got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you're a pure singer. You're, you're... I I don't want this song to be number one for me, bro. All I'm thinking about is I just want to help usher us back into real songs and songwriting, lyrics, men and women. Things that mean something. Lyrics that mean something. And and that's that's the bottom line. So listen, Tyrese, uh, guys, on the 19th, y'all, you got to check out Come Out Fighting. It's a World War II uh, thriller uh, starring uh, Michael Jai White and, of course, Tyrese. And, of course, uh, Fast and Furious number 10. It's going to be big. Roman Pierce back at it again. Hey, Hey, Tyrese, you know I love you, man. You got my number. Call me anytime you need to talk. I love you, too. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I've been excited about talking to this guy. His name is Cedric Nash. This book, Why Should White Guys Have All the Wealth? That title alone got me. 
right there. Because, you know, that's my whole thing. I think it's all about empowering us and educating us about the fact that we can have some of this money, too. Um, how you can become a millionaire starting from the bottom. And, you know, a lot of folks just like they get really discouraged because they don't quite understand that um, that it's not difficult to try to get into the right investments, but we just don't get the power. We don't get the knowledge. People don't tell us. Cedric, why did you write this book, man? You know, um, over the years, Joe, coming out of college, I read a lot of personal finance books inspired by my four millionaire mentors, three black, one white. Mm -hmm. And one of them, Mr. Bruce, kind of really, really inspired me to start reading. And the first book I read was uh, How to Be Your Own Stockbroker by Charles Schwab. And I continue to read and read and read. And after college, I still continue to read books on personal finance, but I realized there was a huge gap between the rubber and the road. Mm. A lot of the books that, that were created, they never took our unique experiences as African-Americans into, into account. Yeah. They automatically assumed that you either already had wealth mm -hmm. and they just start talking about what you can do with money, but right. they never teach you how to get money in the first place. Well, you so know, I wanted to write a book that mm -hmm. focuses on how to build wealth starting from just a paycheck, how to turn your paycheck into millions. And that's what I want to ask you, because there's a lot of folks that like, uh, listen, man, I don't make that much money. I, I don't have expendable income to invest and so on and so forth. What do you say to those people? I say to those people that my grandmother built generational wealth off of earning only $200 a month. Wow. And how she did it is she lived below her means. My grandmother settled in New York. She worked uh, when she was in her teens at mm -hmm. a cleaners, worked there early until she, all the way until she retired. She saved $43,000 by the time she died. She paid off her house, paid off her little Volkswagen Jetta. Nice. When she died, 13000 went to her funeral. Mm. 30000 went to her three grandkids, of which I received 10000 I opened up a Charles Schwab account in 1993 when she died and turned that 10000 into millions by investing in stocks, real estate, mm. and entrepreneurship. So the whole point is it doesn't matter how much you make. It matters yeah. is what you do with it. Right? You... We're lucky because you had someone that thought forward, thought about money and so on and so forth. And I don't want to say this about some of our folks, but a, a lot of our folks are very materialistic. They, 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 they define themselves by designer stuff and so on and so forth. How do you speak to those folks? Well, it's about mentorship and that's what changing, and my book talks about three things. It's about mm -hmm. developing a millionaire mindset, adopting millionaire values, and then making millionaire money moves. And so the whole point is, is that you can't be consistent investing mm -hmm. unless you change the mindset. And part of that mindset mm -hmm. has to do with our trauma that we've experienced since mm -hmm. slavery. So nice. unlike any other it's community, we've dealt with more financial trauma mm -hmm. than anyone, right? Start yeah. Starting with being wealthy as, as slaves to mm -hmm. redlining, to Jim Crow, to the housing mm -hmm. crisis in 2007, 2008. So we constantly, like no other community, are dealing with financial trauma. Our response to that trauma has a lot to do with our overcompensation mm -hmm. through our materialization, right? Right. So we don't understand that. We fake it till we make it too long. And so I addressed that in my book. Nice. I addressed how do you change that mindset so that you consistently invest, can consistently invest, mm -hmm. and get to Destination Millionaire as we need to, mm -hmm. because it's not a matter of bragging rights. It's not a matter of you know, of, of showing off that you're at, at millions. It's a matter of necessity at this stage. Right. Cedric Nash is his name. He's the, uh, your millionaire mentor. And, and that's what we need. We need mentors that understand it. It seems complicated. It's scary for a lot of folks. What are some of the common financial mistakes that prevent people from building wealth? 
Well, I think the first thing is that they don't live on a budget, right? Mm-hmm. That's the first mistake. And I, I mentor a group of athletes, professional athletes for free. Mm-hmm. And we have a nice. monthly mentorship group. I said, hey guys, the first thing we're gonna do is learn how to live on a budget so that you can invest the rest and get the rest of that money investing. The other thing that we make our mistake is that we spend the majority of our lives you know, increasing our debt just to lower our debt and right. never investing. Investing mm. takes time and it takes time to build wealth so that compounding works on your side. We listen to other financial influencers. I don't want to mention his name, Dave Ramsey, that tells people <laughs> to get completely out of debt. Right. But if you spend your entire life paying debt and you never invest, you never build wealth. Your wealth has an has a powerful way of paying off all of your debt if you focus on building wealth, and minimizing your debt. I want to break it down for a lot of those folks. They're, they go to Amazon or whatever. They have that nine-to-five job. How can they make additional money that they can invest in? Yep. So the name of the game, and I talk about this in my book, is that you got to optimize your main hustle, your main job. Take advantage of every potential bonus, every potential new thing you can learn within your current job. And, and I write about this in my book. The second thing is everybody has to have a side hustle. I've owned a business for 25 years, and I have an IT business. I do federal government contracting, mm-hmm. 90 million in revenue, 300 employees, but I've had side jobs. My side hustle was real estate. I've always invested in apartment buildings, multifamilies, commercial properties. That was my side hustle. Nice. So you gotta have a main hustle, a side hustle, so that you can eventually invest in your investment hustle that will do the work for you. And that's what I talk about in my book, getting your investments to mm-hmm. do the work of generating the income so that you could sit back and you know enjoy your Mai Tai on the beach one day. I can't wait to read this book. Why should white guys have all the wealth? Yes, money is intimidating for a lot of us because we've never had the tools. We never had mentors to tell us, don't be afraid of money. Yes. It can work for you. Yes. My dad always used to tell me, uh, <laughs> use other people's money. Exactly. You know, there's ways, you know, we have the mentality, and I, I'd love to have you back on exactly. again to talk about the mentality that, you know, we get a loan, oh, we got to pay this off. Exactly. But right. if the interest rate is great, why? Exactly. You know, see, these are the little things that we can share to get people in the right mindset. Yeah, you know? pay it off over time. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, the whole point is if you get busy investing, like I own an apartment building in D.C. right next to Howard. Uh-huh. I bought it in 2003. Right. Right. I paid 484000 for it. It's worth $1.2 million. If I had any debt, I could take $300,000 out of that property. Mm-hmm. I could pay off all my student loans. Mm-hmm. And guess who's going to pay it back? The yeah, tenants. Exactly. Right. So we have to change our mindset and shift the way that we think about money. Mm-hmm. Use money as a tool to make more money, not a toy yeah. to go throw away to strip club. Yeah, I hear you. And, you know, <laughs> you and know? listen, um, you're basically your own bank, man, when you think like that. But, you know, listen, why should I, uh, white guys have all the wealth? How you can become a millionaire starting from the bottom, man. Pick up this book. I'm sure it's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, everywhere yes. you can get a book. I highly recommend this, y'all. Yes. I appreciate it, Cedric. Thank yeah, you Yeah, you can also through. check me out at, at Millionaire Money Moves, which mm-hmm. is my social media platform, and mm-hmm. CedricNash.com. You can buy the book from there, where I give free downloads and a free mentorship program for people wanting to build wealth. Thank you, man. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the field is getting bigger for the GOP for the presidential nomination because I really do think that everybody's saying that the former president may be doing some jail time, Yeah, which doesn't disqualify him from running, but it should hurt him a little bit, but nothing else has. It's not going to hurt him. You know what? His numbers went up after he just lost in court. Yeah. How does that happen? 
Well, that's because they're they're polling his his supporters. You know, that's what that is. Tim Scott out of South Carolina, he is throwing his hat into the ring. Did you hear him yesterday? He came out and his and his voice broke. Listen. Hello, man, Charleston. Wow, that's, that's, that's going to hype me up. That's a problem. That's a, that, he needs a hype man. Because Howard Dean did that many years ago. He was running for uh, uh, president, president, and he came out and went, oh, and everybody oh. thought he was nuts. Uh. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I believe we have Congressman Racist Jr. on the line. Hey, Congressman, are you there? Hey there, Rush. It's Congressman Racist yeah. Jr. What's up, man? How you doing, man? How you doing today? Just fine. Oh, Lord, we can't wait to 2024. Mm-hmm. And you know we're going to make America great again. Are you? Yeah. As long as we default the country, we're just trying to we just trying to cut everything what we can because we never did it when we were in power. But I got to tell you something. What? I'm a little bit worried. Why? Yes, sir. I'm a little bit worried about my guy Donald. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he could be doing some jail times. Yeah. I just said and that. I know this. Ron DeSantis is a little uh, extreme. Oh, a little. Yes. But there's a guy that just put his hat in the ring that y'all should get behind right now. And I'm talking about Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina. I just said that. I just said that. Oh, he's incredible. He is truly going to make America great again. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, Tim Scott, he's going to fight for the people. Mm -hmm. He's going to lower taxes. Mm. He's going to raise the minimum wage. Wow. He's going to... He's going to make America what it used to be. Oh, okay. Because hey. he's a strong man and understands the principles. Okay. And he understands all people. And mm-hmm. I love him. I think he's going to make the best president ever. And hey. I'm so excited about Tim Scott from South Carolina. Okay. He threw his hat in the ring, and he's going to be the next president of the United States of America. Oh, my God. Hey, okay. did you happen to know that he's black? What? Did you happen to know that he's black? He, Tim Scott. He's, he's what? He's, he's black. He's black. African-American. Black yeah, yep. black. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. He's black? Yes. Mm-hmm. I know that. Damn it. Well, forget everything I just said. Somebody tried to. No, forget No, no. So. I'm, I'm going to stick with Donald. I'll talk to y'all later. Take care, Cooney. All right. Oh, yeah, All right. Yeah. Okay, that ended that real quick, Damn. didn't it? Wow. All right. Hello, man, Charleston. My nephew, uh, Nico Williams, is graduating next week. Everybody is graduating, okay? And it's like for the next couple of weeks, when you see like tons of kids at somebody's house, that means there's a graduation going down. It's a a party. That's right. But we decided to come up with a list of graduate do's and don'ts, especially at the ceremony. Okay. Right, right. Number one, this is a public service from the Russ Parr Morning Show. Number one, after one or two of the kids, y'all kids listening, have danced across the stage, it's Anticlimactic if everybody <laughs> dances across yeah. the stage and try to do something different, right? You know, and if it's you're old. you're there and you're watching your your baby twerking, okay, <laughs> lifts up the robe and starts oh. to twerk, and the crowd goes nuts, and then every little young girl after that starts twerking, okay, mm. like it's been done. Nobody right. wants to right. see that. Right. Right. We don't want to see right. it. Right. We don't want to see. Nobody wants to see uh, that. Yeah. Number two, if it's a relative that you avoid at family reunions, do not invite them to the graduation. Yeah. They're going to be even more loud and more Absolutely. obnoxious there. Right. Right. And glad, it's going to be quiet, you know, so you're really going to hear them. I'm glad you said that. No more than four family members 
at the yeah, graduation. That part. And please be strategic about who those four family yeah, members exactly. are. Exactly. Make mm-hmm. sure they don't embarrass. And here's the thing. Stop selling free tickets to the baby father's family. Yeah. No selling <laughs> tickets. No duplicating the tickets. Because yeah, they on. only give you seven tickets. Yeah. Right. yeah. You're selling less. them to the baby. I don't like right. the, I don't like none of them. They paying. Here's okay. the other thing, Russ. Uh, here's the and, other thing. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long ceremony, you know that. So yeah, you might bring a snack or two, yeah. but y'all need to be in there with mm-hmm. chips, with loud snacks, right. things Chipotle. that make noise. Oh yeah, Chipotle. Yeah, or chicken right. or things that smell. And don't get yeah. mad because your kid did not make the honors. Right. I'm, my son got a three point <laughs> two. <laughs> He's magnum cum laude. Somebody wait. Okay. Yes. I don't wait. Think that's how you say it. Hey. Any other thing? Expect a fight if you're cheering loudly for your child, but the people right next to you don't get to hear their child's name announced because you drowned it out. Mm -hmm. On that same note, Russ, do not boo the kids Mm -hmm. whose parents you don't like. Right. You can't be out there booing their kids when they walk across the stage. No booing. You know know what's key to that? This is what's key to that is do not have that pre-graduation celebration at your house where everybody's drinking. Right. So when y'all get there, everybody's already wasted. Lit. No, don't do it. (laughs) And if you're announcing the names, please practice ahead of time and actually know the people's names. You don't want to mess the people. And that was the last one that I had, Albert, is stop trying to cuss out the principal for mispronouncing Sarcadimus Sequiquil Jones's name. I could never do it. I would never be able to announce anybody's name. I'd be screwed. Congratulations to Sarcadimus Sequiquil Jones. It's not Sequiquil. It's Sequiquil. What's wrong with y'all? You had four years to get his name right. I mean, there is that part. Sarcadimus, come here. Yeah, that's true. There it is, y'all. Public service from the Russ Park Morning Show. Graduation do's and don'ts. Time now for when not to play the race card. Okay. Because a lot of y'all still violating. And, you know, I I just got to point it out, you know. Okay. All right. First of all, when you get that phone call from your child's school, Mm -hmm. make sure you do the research before you jump out the window. Mm. Oh, don't start writing emails right back saying my baby's good. My baby wouldn't do nothing. Right. (laughs) And I know why y'all doing this to Mm. my baby. Right. It's because my baby is black. Mm-hmm. That's why y'all doing it. Right. You yep. played the race card unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. So after you didn't cussed everybody out, mm-hmm. yeah. written horrible emails to everybody, mm-hmm. you get up there and you find out your kid is the one that did all this well, stuff they showed, and he lied to you. They showed yeah. you the video. Yeah. So now you're embarrassed. Yeah, you're embarrassed. <laughs> and, and you honestly, played the race card. And you yeah, but you should have looked at the email from, from right. Lakeisha. Okay. And you would have known that yeah. the teacher was black. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. You're like, it's, it's racist, y'all racist. This teacher, and it, she what? See, if you went to the parent-teacher conference, you would have known you that she know. was a sister. He was a part of the already. PTA. You would know. And what is this about black? Some black teachers think that they can do a little bit more with your black child than ever can say. Let and me do with tell them. you. Ooh. Let me tell you. Jared tells me all the time about a principal who shall remain unnamed, but mm-hmm. I said principal, so. Right. Um, but he's like, mom. She tries to be super black. Now, I don't know what super black means, mm. but he's like, only when she's talking to me. She get a little He's hurt. like, he said, uh, mom, I want to tell you, you want to get with my mom? Because I can show you super black. He's like, I'm real respectful, mom. Is she I'm black? She's like, yes, man. Yeah. Okay. Mm. But she gets, she, she really turns it up for Jared. 
That's, she turns it but up. That's the code switching, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah, it is. Point. Yeah. You know, because I feel like there's this understood when it comes to the black children. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna mm-hmm. talk to you the way your mama, your grandmother. That's like, right. And that's re- what she does. You, that that you can relate does. to that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah. then that child turns. I'm sorry, but after we have a spot of tea, how you gonna talk to me like this? Excuse me. Give me my privacy, please. But no, it's like you gotta stop playing that. You know, the race card until you get all your information. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you get down there and you find out, damn, my son lied to me again. Oh, again. The first time. <laughs> <laughs> not again, no, please not no, again. Your kid doesn't necessarily lie to you; they just don't tell you the whole Everything. story. They yeah. leave certain just, things out. Yeah, just think convenient. of your kid as your ex boyfriend. Okay. Mm. Okay. You're not gonna find out everything about the chick. Okay. Uh, yes, I was with her. Yeah. She wasn't. Uh, she was in my bed, but uh, she wasn't fully uncle. We was having sex, but she did have her shirt on. Right. <laughs> and, you know what I mean, and I didn't enjoy yeah. it. Okay? Oh, it was not fun. No. <laughs> Wish no. I wouldn't have done it. Yep. No, but listen, y'all. You know, that's the whole thing. And you know, we're always trying to give you guys some tips on when to pull out the race card and when not to. But that's. Don't, you don't do it without the research. Congratulations. Well, there it is, the Russ Podcast. And I want to thank Tanisha Nicole, our producer. Make sure you listen on the Apple Podcast app, UrbanOnePodcast.com, and everywhere you get your podcasts. All right, talk to you next week.